BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Si, senor. A dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And here we are, midweek, hump day, under the tutelage of our general manager. Surprise, last minute general manager, Jack. India, which has successfully landed its Chandrayaan-3 spacecraft on the south pole of the moon. So they're there observing all the... The moon penguins and, and moon whales at the South Pole. Manned or unmanned? Unmanned. All right. Can, welcome to the 1960s. Congratulations. Yeah, yes, they're going to see if there's frozen water there. It's suspected by scientists that there is. And that, Jack, could be the bridge to Mars. Because I guess they'll use the water for something to make rocket fuel or something like that. Yeah, you take the split water. Split it into hydrogen. Correct. You split the water into hydrogen and oxygen, and you got the, you got the stuff you need for uh, that super crazy hydrogen fuel to get the rocket to Mars. Uh, yeah, again, India. Welcome to 1962. You landed something. You landed something Well, they're the, the first country to ever land something on the South Pole of the Moon. I'm, I'm hearing something close to racism, <laughs> even though Indian isn't a race. It's a nationality. Uh, I am glad that it's them and not Russia or them and not China doing it right now. So, yeah. yeah, whoa, India, watch out for that debris. That's Putin's failed effort to restore national pride. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, cool. I'll have to read more about that. My kids will be interested in that story. Speaking of my kids, I was just thinking, I wonder how many people are going to watch the big debate tonight. I wonder what the ratings will be, because the Republican Party is the family of parties, and the school year is underway, and I know me personally, 
I got one kid to drop up, drop off at football, and run as fast as I can across town to pick up the other kid from band practice, and then get back to a back to school meeting, and then pick up the kid from football, and then get him to bed for school the next day. So hmm. uh, there's a lot of people doing that sort of stuff, and I don't know. We'll That's see. A good point. Yeah, that is a good point. The Republican Party is to a very large extent the party of people who have something better to do. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. Then yeah. March or, sure. uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. As we've discussed uh, in recent weeks, and this is astounding to me that this is not better known, that Republicans uh, win married men by uh, a large margin. They, wear, they uh, win married women by a very significant margin. They win single men by a decent little margin. And the only demographic group that leans heavily Democrat by, th- is it 38 points? That was a lot. Is single women. So interesting. Why is that not universally known? Is it because it's inconvenient for the mainstream media to talk about it? I mean, that's fascinating to me. Never mind trying to make any sort of partisan point, which I am wont to do, I admit. Um, isn't that just sociologically incredibly interesting? Yeah. Sure. How do people ignore it? I don't get that. I don't know what your plans are for Labor Day weekend, but maybe going to Hawaii should be your plan. I saw this announcement from somebody down there who said, if you want to travel to Maui, it's probably the best time ever to visit, other than, you know, the very town that burnt down. Beaches Mm -hmm. are empty. Airbnbs, hotels, rental cars are at a quarter the usual price. Flights to Maui are empty. Lahaina is closed, but the rest of the island is safe and desperate, and 80% of their revenue is tourism. I remember in the immediate wake of the fire seeing various scolds on Twitter explaining how it's really disrespectful to be traveling to Maui and, and partying and being on the beach right now. And I was thinking, whoa, wait a minute. These people eat tourism. I mean... Tourism heats their homes in the, I guess heat is a poor example, uh, in Hawaii. Uh, they need tourism desperately. That's the last thing in the world you ought to do. Yeah. But, I, such I, as the world of internet scoldery. I'm actually considering it. Um, uh, I, I have the opposite feeling since 80% of their revenue is tourism. I feel like you could almost consider your trip uh, like donating to a charity practically. Well, practically, yeah. I would agree. To try to help out a really struggling area of the country. Like, really struggling. Right. I I think that's 100% valid. Uh, Judy and I took the kids there. Uh, It was like the biggest, most expensive vacation we ever took uh, back in the day and had a wonderful time. There are all sorts of great kid-oriented things to do on Maui. There's another thing I wanted to mention. Oh, yeah, coming up later in the show, we're going to talk to someone who spoke out at a, uh, was it a school board meeting? Yes, that is correct. And which is something we talked a lot about during the pandemic, that we all need to get more involved locally. City council, school boards, that sort of stuff. Because they make all kinds of decisions <laughs> and that affect your life way more immediately than who's president. And, uh, and we don't pay much attention to it. Well, here's somebody who goes and speaks at school board meetings and lost their job over fairly mainstream well not fairly completely mainstream thoughts that's right one activist group decided we're going to ruin you for this and badgered her employer until she was fired for no no reason except that 
An angry activist group started calling her a bigot and a transphobe and that sort of thing. Utterly without cause or evidence. I just utterly <clears throat> false. I don't know how we're going to fix this aspect of the modern world. Uh, I mean, there are, there, are, there, are, like, there are whistleblower laws, right, which had to come about because people would, you know, tell the truth about something bad going on somewhere and end up being punished for it. So we had to come up with new laws to protect them. Is there going to be any way to protect people from being doxxed? Because it's going to frighten everybody off of ever saying anything about anything. I mean, it's a well, very effective tool. To I mean, for some people, you don't even need to get fired. Some people are, you know, if you're not used to having your name and, and thoughts in the public, for a lot of people, it's not, they don't want their name out there. And certainly you don't want your address and phone number and everything you say out there in social media. That's a, that's a heck of a tool to frighten people off. Uh, yeah, and that's precisely what it's being used for. In, in terms of how we get through it or how we, you know, fix it, I think partly we need to go through it and become familiar with it and understand. So, for instance, the company that this gal worked for, uh, they were just idiotic. It's indefensible that they cut her loose. Uh, and they will they will be writing a substantial check. And if I were them and y'all know who you are, Compass, um, you, you go ahead and just open up that checkbook now and save yourself a lot of time and trouble uh, because you've made a terrible mistake. You fired somebody for their political beliefs, which happen to be representative of like 85% of the population. Um, but there are increasingly uh, advocacy groups, uh, some of whom you've heard on the air here, uh, that fight f- legal battles for people who've been screwed in this way, and they are increasingly successful in laying down guidelines. For instance, uh, FIRE, the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education, which has now changed its name. It's still FIRE, but the E stands for something different. Anyway, um, Individual Rights for Expression, I think. Anyway, they are uh, suing the California Community College system on behalf of a bunch of professors who are being forced to take loyalty oaths to far-left progressive ideology. And they're saying, nope. You can't make people do this. This is unconstitutional and it's wrong. And soon they will win. They will mop up the floor with the woke crowd in the courts. And that stuff will end. I'm afraid we've got to go through this painful period of people bowing to the bullies. Right. Because the current or for the past quite a few years for companies, it is it doesn't even matter what the controversy is. There's a controversy and your name's attached to it. That's dangerous for us. Lawyers say we got to let you. We got to get rid of you. It's too dangerous. Right. So they, they let you go. Will hire someone uncontroversial, someone who doesn't utilize their First Amendment rights to shape their community. Goodbye. Could anything be more repugnant? Ugh. Boy, and I was just thinking, I'm surprised this hasn't happened yet. So you're you're Linda Jones, and you go to your local school board and say, "I'm not comfortable with what you're teaching in the classrooms or whatever." And uh, and somebody tells AI, "Hey AI, here's a picture of Linda Jones. Uh, give me a picture of her." You know, drunk swinging on a pole at a party or something like that. And then you put that on next door. (laughs) Is this the person that's telling us how to run our schools? And it goes around the neighborhood faster than you can say, wait a second, that's not real. Or her shoplifting or punching a child or something like that. Sure. Punching a child. (laughs) Well, swinging on a pole. I mean, I don't Are Progressive's going to try to frame you for being a a, off-duty stripper. (laughs) For some reason, it popped into my head the damage that was done to that prime minister of Finland when the video came out of her partying. But anyway, uh, you could, you know, maybe your example of punching a child is better. 
The only damage it did was to my heart. And her oh. marriage. Oh, there was that. Right. Did you see her over the weekend in her leather mini skirt and her? <laughs> I did not. Those pictures are making the rounds. Yeah, she's she's quite the party girl. The former prime minister of Finland. The Finns, a fascinating people. <laughs> Boy, can they rock a leather mini skirt too? Apparently, I'll be searching for that picture as a journalist during the commercial break. <laughs> we need to start the show officially because it will spark a, a comment or two. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Wednesday, August twenty third, the year twenty twenty three. We are Armstrong and Getty taking up arms against a sea of troubles, and uh, we approve of this program. Oh, my gosh. That skirt is so short, I can almost see her fjord. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Hey. All right. Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs, beginning at Mark. It will be a job fair on the stage in the debate rather than to be a place where the truth is told. So here's what's on my mind. First of all. I'm I'm not as into debates as the media seems to be. I feel like they're their legend way, way out distances their reality in terms of affecting candidates. I think you're a hundred percent right. And yep. I don't understand why the legend continues of this is like how politicians are made or broken, because it the the few examples you can use are are like really the exceptions that prove the rule. But um, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, a bunch of strategists who are like have been involved in campaigns. They know about this sort of stuff and everything like that. And the question was, is Chris Christie going to call DeSantis a coward for not attacking the front runner, Donald Trump? And they said, oh, yeah, 100 percent. That's job oh, one for Chris. And I thought, oh, oh conflict. I thought, holy crap, that is Wow. Wow. There could be some poop stirred up. There definitely. could be. There could be. I'm not sure it'll be good for the country. It'll be entertaining. <sighs> they all agreed, by the way. These were all Republican-leading strategists who agreed that they wish Chris Christie wasn't on the stage because he has no chance of being the nominee, and he could destroy some other people. That Now that we have seen through the years. That might yeah, be. Yeah, the person who's going to uh, go down uh, and I'm going to take you with me. <laughs> yeah. Again, not good for the country. No. Yeah. Of course, looking at politics through the lens of what's good for the country is a guaranteed way to make you miserable. <laughs> yeah. it's almost, Trust me when I say that. It's almost hilarious. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I'm an idiot. Uh, how does mailbag look? It real quick. Do. Yeah, Michael. Yeah. Do you think DeSantis will call Christie a fat pig? <laughs> No, 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 stop it. No. Oh, well, Trump, Lord. Trump has and he's winning. I mean, you know, he's like up by See? like 50 points. So there's an I'm example. rolling my eyes. Anyway, mailbag on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTZ. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I dot com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Our own Michelangelo came up with the line DeSantis needs to use to stop Chris Christie in his tracks if he comes after him snarling. We can talk about that coming up, among other things. Oh, wow, Michael. Okay, I can't wait to hear that. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. And this is from Janet Robertson, with whom we did an extra-large podcast. Grab it wherever you like to get podcasts or at armstrongandgetty.com about her being canceled and doxxed and fired from her job just for expressing a perfectly legitimate opinion at a school board meeting. As she says on her website, we should fiercely protect the right of everyone to have their own opinion. Had another parent stood up at that school board meeting and advocated for teaching the new sex curriculum, I would never contact their place of employment and demand right. they be fired. Right. I may disagree with their opinion, but I respect the right to have a different opinion. That is one of the greatest and most important freedoms we have as Americans. Amen to that. Well said. Well, and not only that, it's just so uncool. Try to ruin person's livelihood. Yeah, you are a snake. You're subhuman. Oh, you're an awful human being. Yeah. 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 Uh, mailbag. Drop us a note, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. The president, Joseph R. Biden, at the Grand Canyon spoke of the iconic, uh, the ironic species that live there. Listeners continue to try to come up with their ironic species, including Richard, who says, how about polar bears who ironically don't poop in the woods? Huh. Hmm. I think that makes them atypical, not ironic, but thanks for trying. <laughs> Still looking for an ironic species. Don writes uh, on the topic of the president, uh, back in 2017, Joe, oh, first of all, he says some lovely things about the show and everybody who works here. Thanks, Don. Very kind of you. Uh, in late 2017, Joe Biden said the smartest man he knows is Hunter Biden on The Colbert Show. At the time, it made me laugh, but with the latest revelations about the Biden family business, he was probably referring to the way Hunter funneled money to him without anyone catching on. <laughs> 
you know what, Don? I think you made a pretty good point. It was, it was a fairly complex life he was living, and, you know, to I, the tune of $20 million. Yeah, Don says, I'd be pretty impressed, too, if someone gave me millions without the IRS finding out. Imagine well what he Imagine what he could have pulled off if he weren't on crack. Yeah, no, he probably is the smartest guy Joe Biden knows. Let's see. Uh, on the topic of... I don't even want to do that. Uh, a bunch of people, including me, saw Vivek playing tennis. He put that out on his Twitter feed or his X feed, whatever you want to call shirtless? it. Shirtless? Was he playing shirtless? I think he may have been. Whacking overhand for, or forehand after forehand. Only forehands, though. Well, maybe if you're practicing your forehand smashes, that's a good thing. But uh, if that was a match, hit it to his backhand once. Anyway, uh, I'm not really sure what to think of it, writes Luke. Not sure I feel about a presidential candidate playing tennis, but I guess it means he's in shape. You wouldn't see Trump or Biden doing this. Yeah, he keeps putting out videos of how young and vigorous he is, working out, doing his training, smashing tennis balls, that sort of thing. But did you see the one of him doing burpees with his wife? Exactly. Was that his wife? Yeah, that that was impressive. He's in good shape. Yeah, I'm not looking for a trainer, though. I mean, if he was, like, really, really good at Jenga, what would that have to do with being president? <laughs> well, I think he's just pointing out he won't fall asleep or roll down the stairs. I think that's, that's part of what he's pointing out. Or tell long, rambling, abhorrent stories to fire victims. we got to catch up on a lot of the news coming up. If you miss an hour of the show, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get every hour. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself. But we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the app store to prove it. 
Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This migrant center on New York City's Randall's Island is the latest answer to the city's overcrowding crisis. It is set to house 3,000 migrants. Mayor Eric Adams. Is this a sign of progress or does this speak to the humanitarian crisis your city is facing? This is not a sign of uh, progress. Uh, this is a sign of a crisis, a greatest, I believe, humanitarian crisis the city has ever witnessed. The greatest humanitarian crisis New York has ever witnessed because they got a tiny, tiny, just minuscule sliver of the number of people that have been pouring across the border for decades in Texas and Arizona and New Mexico and California. And everybody and those towns have just been expected a towns with way fewer resources to deal with it have just been expected to suck it up and figure out how to deal with it. And the Eric Adams of the world thumbed their noses at them, called them racists, and said, we're a nation of immigrants, when they cried out for help. With that proud, standing up straight, cape-flipping-in-the-wind sort of attitude, we're a sanctuary city where no one is illegal and we welcome all here 1,800 miles from the border where we've never had to deal with it. And as soon as we have to deal with it, oh my God, it's the biggest crisis we've ever had. This story couldn't be more hilarious and maddening. Absolutely well said. Build bridges, not walls, has turned into close the bridges. Close the bridges. (laughs) Who can get me a wall? Stat. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Did you see the stat that just came out? A small minority of racists in New York City uh, want the uh, uh, say it's a serious problem, the migrant influx, the small minority of 82% of New Yorkers. It's it just, I can't, uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I can't even, I don't even know how to react to this. I know. And how, I, how is it, how is there no price being paid for this in, in the media coverage? You get to flip on a dime like that? You get to claim this otherworldly uh, benevolence toward people from other countries when you're oh, not high horse it? moral superiority like we've never seen, right? So you get to go with the moral superiority all these years, and as soon as you butt up against the reality of it, you cave, and there's no political price to pay for that that's just horrifying to me by by the way one of the reasons i wanted to get into this is it's the number two by far issue republican voters say they want to hear about on the debate stage number one Mm. the economy number two the uh immigration i forget what number three was it was another one of your big ones you know what wasn't on the list because it's like not there at all is beating up on trump so the candidates have spent a lot of time on that i don't think it's gonna do them any favors well, if Trump were not on the scene, uh, Ron DeSantis has an incredibly great case to make. Economically speaking, the the policies that have attracted so many hundreds of thousands of peoples and uh, peoples people and jobs to Florida, and then he's super strong on immigration too. So here's a little more on that: how things are going in New York with the immigration situation. 
It's been difficult for the city to find space, leaving at one point dozens waiting outside and even sleeping on sidewalks at the Roosevelt Hotel that has now been converted into an intake center. New York City projects it could spend up to $12 billion on the crisis over the next three years. The situation so dire, the mayor is also considering using a closed federal prison as an option. Everything is on the table. I want to be clear on that. Everything is on the table because when people come here, the last stop is, is for someone to sleep on the street. Yeah, so Speak. I just brought up a Texas map on my phone because I want to be able to use actual town numbers or names. Because uh, what uh, they, they just said, uh, New York is having trouble finding space. Yeah, I'll bet that's true for Harlingen, um, Edinburgh, uh, uh, can come up with lots of Laredo, lots of towns across the border that you don't think about much. I bet it was really hard for them, too, over the last 30 years to figure out how to have space for all these people that just showed up in the emergency room and at their school Good Lord. And they don't, I again, sentence you to six months of dealing with this for every time you proudly stated you're a sanctuary city. And when that period of penance is over, the rest of us will help. God, it's unbelievable. And you want federal aid. You want uh, my tax money to go to you to help you out with this when you got all the credit for being so fantastic. We welcome everybody. No human being is illegal. You lying pieces of crap. I can't believe you're getting away with this. Well, I'm not sure. Well, now they're lying. Yeah, you can't go from A to B without explanation. You know, their current, their former high handedness and, and so their you, current wailing. Uh, you have to explain. You have to apologize. So you think they believed it, though? They I didn't think understand? they were smugly ignorant. I will say this many times. I have said it many times. Ideology blinds intelligence a lot. They are so smug and so proud of their smugness, it blinded them to the reality. Because that the reality would have prevented that feeling of, I'm so much better than them. And people want that feeling, particularly people on the left, I think. But anyway, uh, how about this poll result? Voters given two statements uh, from which to choose. Should New Yorkers accept new migrants and work to assimilate them into New York? Or... New Yorkers have already done enough for new migrants and should now work to slow the flow of migrants to New York. Landslide, 58% of voters said New Yorkers have done enough. It's time to restrict migration. How many people chose the other number? The other uh, option. 36. So like it's a, a 20, 22 point. Wow. Wow. That's unbelievable. And you've had the you've been dealing with this crisis for what? Six weeks or something like that. Eighty percent of Republicans said stem the flow. Sixty percent of independents said stem the flow, uh, and it, uh, they said roughly half of Democrats. So, and by the way, they're immigrants; they're not migrants. I Stop letting the left change the language. I particularly like the clip we had the other day where they were talking about we don't have we're not set up for Spanish-speaking individuals. We don't have a yeah. Neither were we until we had no choice <sighs> because the government doesn't control the borders and it just became a reality that we had to hire people that speak Spanish only to be able to function. Jeez, that's maddening. Well. Jack, there are coyotes operating on the border, and there are coyotes attacking our soldiers. The four-legged kind. Crazy story. 
get to that in a moment or two. Plus, I got to hear Michelangelo's devastating line for yes. uh, for uh, uh, DeSantis. Anyway, a quick word from our friends at uh, Upside. It's a great app. It's a great system. Uh, it's a way to save money. It's an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. You know, when inflation is this high, we're all looking at creative ways to save. And right now, how about Upside? Upside, an incredible app for uh, uh, saving money. Listen to this. It's so simple. To get started, download the free Upside app, use the promo code Armstrong, and you get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. Then you next claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside, check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and get paid. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. There's a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. People get this and they love the way it works. 4.8 stars is great. Download the free Upside app. Use the promo code Armstrong to get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's the promo code Armstrong. Go to your favorite App Store. Get the Upside app. We'll talk about the debate quite a bit to kick off Hour 2, but as to the wrecking ball who... um. Uh, coincidentally, shaped like a ball, Chris Christie. Uh, he's going to come hard after Ron DeSantis. Everybody's expecting. And Michelangelo, I think this is a, a great a great line. Because Chris Christie practically snarls when he gets wound up. Yeah. Somebody's hangry. <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> oh, no. No. Awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, maybe pull a, Maybe pull a Snickers bar out of your pocket. Oh, somebody's hangry. That would bring the house down. (laughs) It really would. It It, really would. would. (laughs) Michael, that would be remembered for 100 years. (laughs) Wow. Wow. You got to get in touch with the DeSantis campaign somehow. So a couple of stories to squeeze in uh, really quickly. A great piece in the Wall Street Journal about uh, you mostly saw it reprinted in other publications, but ProPublica. The lefty uh, website came out with a big report on Justice Clarence Thomas and how he was clearly corrupt because he'd gotten this from a rich guy and done this with another rich guy. And and uh, they're constantly trying to bring him down because he's a black man who's not a, a liberal. Um, but the Wall Street Journal's editorial board dug into this. And as they say, ProPublica is at it again. On their website, their featured story, um, uh, and they style themselves an independent nonprofit newsroom that produces investigative journalism with moral force. They published the latest hit piece against Justice Clarence Thomas. The article focuses on three friends of Justice Thomas, Tony Novelli, David Sokol, and Wayne Hazinga, and gets significant facts wrong. The story makes much of Mr. Novelli's or Novelli's 126-foot yacht, which he takes on fishing expeditions in the Bahamas. ProPublica claims to have found that Justice Thomas took a previously unreported voyage on a yacht around the Bahamas. Justice Thomas tells me, writes the writer, he has never seen this yacht. He hasn't been to the Bahamas since the 1980s before he joined the high court. A senior official with the Novely organization confirms that its records show Justice Thomas was never a passenger on any yacht owned by the man. His co-owned yacht with somebody else, with Mr. Sokol, That boat was docked at Mr. Sokol's home in Fort Lauderdale, and Justice Thomas once visited, got a 30-minute tour of it, and said, wow, nice boat, and left. It's the only time he's ever set foot on a boat owned by Mr. Novoli. And as for Mr. Heisinga, ProPublica reports that in the early 2000s, he, quote, gave Thomas something that was priceless at the time, a standing invitation to his exclusive members-only golf club. 
You know, I'm going to jump in there and say I belong to a handful of golf clubs. And I have said to roughly 100 people, hey, anytime you want to play, give me a call. We'd love to have you. I'd love to have you as a guest. That, I guess, is a something that is priceless, a standing inv- invitation to his exclusive members-only club. And then the Wall Street Journal mentions that Justice Thomas, who doesn't play golf, declined the invitation. Well, you would if you don't play. And there's more. They cite a $40,000 uh, luxury suite at a Nebraska college football game that Thomas was uh, invited to. Well, that's the season price of the box. Thomas was in one seat, and the price of that seat was $65. Uh-oh. Well below the $415 threshold for a reportable gift. So the ProPublica piece is just riddled with crap. But it got you know picked up and repeated and reprinted a bunch of times. Yeah, and the interesting aspect uh, politically or, or or from a media standpoint in this story is um, with the Biden stuff, with all that money flowing into the Biden family, the response is, well, you haven't shown any proof that Biden changed any policy because of this. But with Clarence Thomas, it's you rode on a yacht, so clearly you're corrupt. Even though there's right. no evidence of, because Clarence Thomas is like the most predictable vote on the Supreme Court. There's there's no oh, yeah. example of him coming up with some crazy ruling. Or everybody be like, "What? That doesn't seem like him." Well, and he's one vote out of nine anyway, and it's not like he's a swing vote. So having Clarence Thomas on your side wouldn't really do you any good. Uh, like I said, we're going to talk a, a fair amount about the debate and some things to look for coming up in hour two. We'll get to that. We got a but not s- too much. No, not it's some. What are we yeah. calling this uh, new segment we got with Katie? We're sh- green on the scene. Is that what we're calling it? Or no, no, no? we're not. No, we're not. Uh, 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 Katie Green with the lead story. Oh, okay. or the lead story with Katie Green. Yeah, I'm liking it. That's next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Debates matter near as much as TV pundits claim, but I do think Ron DeSantis could end his campaign tonight without being, I think he's got a relatively high bar he's got to reach or he's just done. Yeah, I think uh, the absence of him turbocharging his campaign means his campaign is done to look at the other side of the coin. So uh, we do this partly so we can touch on a bunch of different stories and compare and contrast what different media are doing, because that's always interesting. It's one of the more uh, you know intriguing parts of our jobs, honestly. Uh, so we've inaugurated this new feature at the lead story with our esteemed newswoman, Katie Green. Katie? Our first headline from the Washington Times, eight GOP candidates wrestle for number two slot as Trump rides big lead. Not literally, though. They're not literally wrestling. Oh, that a, would be fun to watch. Be, well, I know I'd put my money on, but. Well, I don't know. Uh, you know, Christie obviously is in an entirely different weight class. DeSantis, an athlete. Ramaswamy, young and really fit. Ramaswamy weighs 108 pounds. That'd be is quick, it, probably. Oh, yeah, quick as a cat. Is it, get, uh, better be quick or he's going to get scorched. Is it wrestling? I I guess I was going to say MMA, but no, the headline was wrestling. I feel like this has degenerated from where we started to a really stupid conversation. Perhaps another headline. (laughs) 
From the New York Times, in a hot job market, the minimum wage becomes an afterthought. As it should be anyway. Hmm. The minimum wage is the minimum wage at which somebody will accept employment. It's a market. MSNBC, Trump's humiliation of Fox News is complete. By not showing up to the debate, they mean? And then also going on with Tucker. I like how everybody says, it only makes sense, and many candidates with leads like this have done this in the past, and then lay on some, like, thick blame or something. I mean, everybody, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no showing is a minor, you know, thumb in Fox's eye. Doing a big interview with Uh, Tucker the same night, that's humiliating. It'll be interesting to see... (laughs) It'll be interesting to see what the viewership was is on that. I checked the number on the Ramaswamy Tucker Twitter post the other day, and it's up to like 45 million views. And How can that be? I don't know. I mean, 15% of the population of the country watched that? Really? Huh. Washington Post. Democrats and Republicans deeply divided on extreme weather. Poll finds. Yeah, I've noticed. The Wall Street Journal. Wall Street's China dreams slip away. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing more, oh, more about have. that. You you're talking about that yesterday. That is a that's the big story of the week. China might be over. There's a big article I believe in the journal about um America's most important scientific partner it grows estranged about China. Well, yeah, we got into bed with them when they convinced us naively that they were going to be our buddy and reform and become part of the world of nations. Well, it turns out they're they're, you know, as long as I use the getting in bed uh, metaphor, they're a duplicitous, lying, cheating skank of a country <laughs> and communists. Wow. A communist you want to wake skank. up next to a communist? Skank? Or a skank. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. That's my point. China is asshole. Wow. That's another way to put it, sir. Thank you. From the Drudge Report, no mugshot for Don? <laughs> um, so uh, Georgia seems to be, they're going to go full on. So they made him post bail, and which he hasn't had to do in any of these other things. He's They're talking fingerprint, mugshot, the whole thing. Weigh him, I heard somewhere. I Whoa, feel, I feel, wait a minute. I feel like they're just... Now, don't say Georgia. Say Fonnie Willis of Fulton County, Georgia. Okay, it, this fine. is a local prosecutor. Sure, but I think she is trying to just, like, embarrass him or get attention or something. From the Daily Mail, quote, Uh, that's red juice. Drunk third-grade teacher pretends to be sober as she's pulled out of the classroom with a cup full of wine and arrested for being three times the legal, legal limit on first day of school. Three times? First day. (laughs) Red juice. (laughs) Look, I'd be drinking by early December, you know, if I were a third grade teacher, but first day. So like 0.24? Exactly. Oh, my God. That's had to get a buzz on to even walk into the classroom. I'm like that at parties. (laughs) A little pregame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. We got time for one more, maybe. And finally, from the Babylon Bee. Following hurricane, California's homeless began the hard work of repooping all the sidewalks. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, a little debate. There's always time to squeeze in the Babylon Bee headline. A little debate info to kick off hour two, and if you miss an hour, you know if you subscribe to the podcast, all the hours you automatically show up. I do that with a bunch of podcasts. It's the easiest way to know they're there. Armstrong and Getty on demand. That's what you look for. Armstrong and Getty on demand. 
and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.